Welcome back to Movie Trailers Podcast. Your host, Chris, here with Ro. And we're here to talk about the latest Pixar film, Lightyear, while spending years attempting to return home. Maroon Space Ranger Buzz Lightyear uh, encounters an army of ruthless robots commanded by Zerg, who are, who, who are attempting to steal his fuel source. Uh, can I, can I, um, let me start with this with a confession here. Um, I think I've only seen the first Toy Story. I don't think I've seen the rest of them. I just, what the hell are you talking about? I, just, I don't think. Just, no, I that's have, not possible. I'm pretty sure we reviewed the fourth one. I'm pretty sure you reviewed it with Brandon. And Was that just me and Fina? It might have been just you two. I might have been on, but I did not see the film. Nope. How dare What the? Uh, I'm, I, look, here's the thing. I'm weird when it comes to animated films, especially when I go to them for press screenings, right? One, sometimes their schedule for when they do these is weird. So I think what happened with Toy Story, they might have actually had them on Saturday, and I refuse, refuse to go to an animated screener on a Saturday because the number of kids is ridiculous. Wall -wall kids. So, no. And I, told, I said this on the, the last review we just did. I, there are very few of these I go to um, consistently. I usually do go to Pixar, so it is weird that I haven't done the other Toy Story films. Um, and then like things like Despicable Me and Minions. But I, I, I don't know why you think that, but like when you go back and look at the, mon num the number of animated films we reviewed as a group, no, the most of them it, are not me. Toy Story nope. Nope. was firmly in the completed column for you. Nope. I don't. Oh, uh, you know what it also might have been? You, you, know, you know what it might have also been the last couple times too? Then there's also, I don't fuck with Tim Allen no more like that. So it's, that could have also well, been I hate it. him. Yeah, so that could have also been it. The la I think that might have been also it the last time too. So I think it's mostly about scheduling. So it hasn't really been about the fact that I don't fuck with toys or anything like that. It's just really been, yeah. Like I, I have okay. that thing when it comes to animated film. I, I just... <sighs> I think that because Toy no, Story is so popular too, have, it's no, also no, no, got a lot I get of kids. It, I get it. You have a complicated like, relationship like, with the animated films. It's not really I get that. animated I films. It's kids. It. Like I was sitting in the theater waiting for this film, and there was a kid that just started fucking crying. And I, oh, not only that, but then they started the film, and they and I and I, I was like, oh, fuck, just go with it. The film started off, and they they it was off. It wasn't synced, the the audio wasn't synced right with the the animation so it was like a slightly off and i can notice it and i was like fuck it just let it go let it go they stopped the movie after 15 minutes we had to replay the 15 minutes of the film again and i was just like god damn oh yeah so it's so like i i just so i'm already in the, i'm already in the theater with other people they're talking i got adults acting like children i got children acting like children i'm just like it's not my it's not it's not it's not my thing, guys. It's just that's that's what no, it is. It's, I, it's, I it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not the movie. It's me. I I admit that. It's the audience. It's the audience. You. I get it. I saw. The, I didn't see. I saw the Toy Stories in a movie theater. Uh, the first time that I actually saw them, I saw them by myself. I was not with children. I was not surrounded by children. Uh, my screening for Lightyear had sixteen people in it. All of them were adults. None of them were anywhere near me. I'm um, I don't. I already knew that I could not handle 
going to a screening that had kids in it or adults for Lightyear, I could, I yeah, no, I I knew that off the dome. I I didn't know if they were going to do this as a press promo, outside of the fact that it's COVID, and it's the age, and it's a movie over the age range where you're running into people who aren't capable of being vaccinated yet, who they may bring to this movie. I knew I didn't want to see this animated movie in a movie theater with a lot of kids who were no longer trained how to sit still because they've had years where they've only been in their house. So I understand. Did you like Lightyear? Yeah, it was fine. Like I said, it it didn't blow my socks off. Um, I thought it, thought it was fine. You know, it's funny. It had its moments. Um, Again, I, I, it feels like it was just kind of one of the things of like Pixar and, and, and autopilot, you know, it had things that work for it. it. It wasn't like bad. I think some of the, this is one of those films that they made a big deal about it. Cause they were like, Oh, there was going to be an inner, uh, there was going to be a same sex kiss in the film. And then they took it out and then they put it back in. And then when you actually watch the movie and see it, it's one of those blink and you miss it type deals. And I'm just like, are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? That's what you guys. Well, that's what you guys were. were well, they didn't with. take it out here. It's because Saudi Arabia. Hmm. No, no, they they, they, it was. It was never. It was because Saudi Arabia made a big, huge, fat stink about it. Right, and I'm like, it literally is. Like when it happened, I was like, Are y'all fucking serious? This is what y'all got mad about? Like, it was like literally one of those things. Like as a doors closing, <laughs> it happened. You're, I'm like, really? Did that really? That's what you guys were so. Um, I mean, the people in the United States who were up in arms over it are the same people who are, they're just weirdos and I don't know what's wrong with them. I understood why it made the news because, you know, homosexuality is illegal in Saudi Arabia. Uh, they actually have a commission that goes around to stores and takes anything out that they think is homosexual in nature. Like it's Pride Month here, but over there, they all their stores and stuff just got raided where all of the anything that had rainbows on it was removed as gay propaganda no matter what it was so i understood why it was a big deal there they did the cut the backlash came and they decided to pass on the market rather than caving but they contemplated caving so it made the news but that's one of the things that i liked about this movie is they just treated people as people you know, there's one moment where he's like she's like yeah i met someone and he just instinctively you like you find out that she's not uh, heterosexual right. because he goes, oh, what's her name? And I think, and let me let me be clear. About I like the, that, right? Let me be clear about the the thing, whole thing with the kiss too. It's one of the things that it was so unremarkable because it was normal, and I, and I think that might be the other thing too with this film, um, in in Marshall like that. And I think it's a good thing where you're right. There's so many moments like that in this film where it's just like, yeah, it's just what it is. So why are we, why are we reacting? Why are we even yeah. acting like this is a this is a this is a, this should be a, a thing? And they don't even acknowledge yeah. it, and it's just, yeah, this is what it is, and go forward for that. I think that's a really good thing yeah. with this film. So, I think that's. I think honestly, if you're a parent and you feel like you need to be more cognizant of what's happening, because you may not be ready to give conversations time or to discuss subjects that you don't want to, what you should want is it to be treated like it's the normal schmegula, regular, everyday thing and given the same kind of character depth as you get for heterosexual relationships? Because that's 
the opposite of having some kind of quote agenda. But I understand that for some people, it's the actual fact of treating it like it's commonplace and every day that bothers them. So if you are that kind of homophobe, then you're not going to be happy with Lightyear because these are people living their lives who have much more pressing concerns than worrying about who's in love with who and who has got a family with who. They're stranded on an island right. with plants that can kill them. And, and that's the thing that also happened when we, uh, what was it, Turning Red? Where, again, it just, when you do things that are just so normal, we're not even going to, you know, it is, is when you treat things as normal, it actually becomes almost abnormal because of the way that other people act and the way the films have been. So, um, no, so I thought that, that was a, that was a really good thing. And like I said, the story, the, the, the story is, is, is pretty simple. It's like, again, it's to me exactly what you would expect from a, um, Pixar film. You, you even, you, oh, yeah. you get the, you get the, you get the little, uh, you get socks, the little, uh, uh robot cat. Like, you get the, yeah. It, you get, I would you like get, to get you with socks. Right. You get all, you get all these good things, uh, uh, going with this film and it works. You know, I, I, I said, I thought it was very enjoyable. It has, it has a good message. It has a good story. Like it has everything you kind of need on that, on, on the, on part with that. So. Right. I will say this. You do. Um, I think that this movie does a, a good, a very good job of explaining where this falls in the context of the store, Toy Story verse. The very opening scene, they put up text that says in 1995, Andy saw a movie and then wanted the toy for his favorite character. This is that movie. So we're watching the movie that Andy saw in 1995 that led to him wanting a Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear toy. And in my notes, I had a lot of things, but when I was looking back over them for the show, I realized some of them I needed to calm the hell down about because it's a, it's a solid family movie. You're right, and I agree with that. But some of the things that they did, I really felt like there were some missed opportunities of how they could have done things for a, you know, a sci-fi fantasy. And if you're going to do an animated story like this, using the the really cool techniques that they used for you know the 3d cgi kind of blend of the look that they're doing now that i'm it's growing on me this 3d look i felt like they could have done something that was felt like it was a little bit more forward moving in the storyline some of the things in the second and the third act felt really simple or conventional or super predictable but then you also have to remember, remember, we're watching a movie that somebody would have seen in 1995. And I think they made sure that they stayed in the what would have been the universe, the known universe of how they would have told the story, who would have been the big bad, what would have been the reveal, you know, and the relationship they developed between him and the other characters in there. Some of those were some really good moments. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know <clears throat> my yeah. favorites. You can't talk about without spoiling. Yeah, I mean, Pixar is always going to try to get you to cry a couple of moments, at least at least one time in the film. Um, I think the film also did some things with the storytelling. Like there, there's some moments where, again, I think I think there's another thing too when it comes to Pixar films, right? They they also make sure that, and this is another one of those films where it's got stuff for the kids, it's got stuff for the adults. Because there's even the way they do some of the storytelling, it's like there's a thing I. I it's almost like interstellar at a moment here uh, with what they do in some of the, some of these aspects of 
the storytelling and yeah. things like that. Um, and I think that helps for the adults that are there that, you know, you, you know, need to take your kids to a movie. And so if you got to sit through in, was it like an hour and 30 minutes? If that, if you're going to mm-hmm. sit through all that stuff, you need to be able to enjoy the movie too. I think that's what, what works for a lot of these Pixar, Pixar films and why, like, there's the, the reason why I don't mind going to those or like the Despicable Me films is you always got those jokes for the, for the, for the uh, adults, right? And so, you know, I, um, yeah, I, I think it works. And, and, yeah. Yeah, no, I just, I just like when I went in here, I had a lot of whys or, there are a lot of moments where you would expect them to do something like where that's generally where Pixar kind of innovates, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they stuck to a more conventional story. And a lot of what you're saying is, is what I think works and why I think it plays. But you also have to remember nineties, what is the time of Bruckheimer, right? Mm-hmm. Jerry Bruckheimer was like a guy. So some of the things that they did in this movie, they kept story-wise and story progression wise to a like 90s like homage style storytelling and once i looked at it through that framework i was like okay this works it makes sense some of the awkwardness is because we've moved beyond that we've moved beyond that kind of gimmick um but yeah it's just i think it's it's a solid pixar i my favorite character is socks i really liked I liked his relationship more with Uzo than I did the the dynamic they set up with him with Kiki Palmer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea that they opened the door for there to be Star Ranger movies, mm-hmm. which we all know is probably going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah, more than likely. You know, do you think so? Because I, yeah, I mean, well, well, I mean, why not? I think so. <laughs> why not? Well, because also, I mean, remember that uh, you know it's Chris. Are you multitasking? What are you talking about? I'm saying I'm trying to speak, and you're speaking over me. Can you hear me? I no, I couldn't hear you. Oh, that's why. Yeah, I got you now. Yeah, I was I was saying something, and you you you, I'm speaking over me. I was saying. Oh no, I I had nothing. My bad. I was like, hello, hello. Yeah, I can definitely. (laughs) I I I definitely believe that they they definitely can move forward with those. Um. Uh, like I said, I think Chris Evans does a good job. I actually like Chris Evans more than I did Tim Allen anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think that they could definitely move forward in the way, especially the way they end this movie about how they can set, uh, move forward with it and go forward with it. So, um, I, again, it's Pixar and Disney, so they're never going to say no to money. So, yes, they'll probably move on <laughs> with that. So, Look, you know what? People have their problems with the Disney machine, but I think it's here. It's not going anywhere. And if there has to be someone who wants to build kind of these types of animated franchises, I've enjoyed more of those than I have of anybody else's. So I'm not going to be mad about that. And I agree with you. I never really. Hmm? No, go ahead. I was going to say, I agree with you. I really enjoyed Chris Evans. I like the different energy he brought to it. Um, It felt more like an the ensemble cast felt like an ensemble tim allen as buzz lightyear i not i didn't i always wanted him to get hit by a car even when i was in high school watching this movie um but that's because i don't like tim allen he's racist 
he's deeply well, uh, well, bigoted like, uh, and uh, and I'm also like that's why you don't have him in this film because this is a film that that is everything mm-hmm. that's not that so it wouldn't have felt real if it was Tim, Tim Allen you know right but also that? yeah but the great thing about it is is it was never like I know there are some people who are going to say oh it's Buzz Lightyear it should be Tim Allen Buzz, Tim Allen was the voice of the doll Yes. So it never could have been. And I really, really am surprised at how much I enjoyed the more serious angle they took with this. And that, you know, Chris Evans does that very well. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing, too, about, you know. But yeah, that goofy, kitschy, smart allocation. We don't live in a world where you can pretend like the things that you do, especially if what your moneymaker is in the automate animated world is your voice if the things that you're saying in that voice are things that people don't want to hear anymore they're not going to want to hear you voicing a character and disney may you know talk out both sides of its neck when it comes to business wise but like you said they've gotten a much better ear about listening when it comes to what they're putting on the screen and who they're like associating themselves with and attaching themselves in a way going forward like I would not be opposed to them kind of growing into having Star Rangers. It would be great if kids growing up now had you mean, you mean space rangers? something. You mean say you, what? You mean space rangers? Space rangers. You've been calling the Star Rangers, old, and, I, and I was letting it go. I'm old. I'm old. No, space rangers. Yeah, and I, I think they, I, it'd be nice if they had something of their own in the Toy Story universe because I don't think the model and the mode of what we were getting with Toy Story starting from 95 till now could could exist in the world the way it is, because I don't really think it would translate the same way. But it would be nice if kids had a franchise in the Toy Story universe that they could grow up with the way that we did. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this is a bad thing for them. It's a solid start. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's also a good way, like you said, to almost start a whole new franchise so yeah i mean i can see them going forward with this um all right uh what else you got on this um i i don't know i mean it's just it's a solid seven for me it wasn't as engaging as i had hoped it didn't have some of like the freshness that i was looking for but again i'm not the target audience i'm gonna i'm gonna ask somebody who has a small tiny human who this is the target audience and i'm gonna ask them how their kid responds but I think it's a solid family film. Uh, I think even though it does more conventional and predictable things, uh, it's doing it with a purpose and there's logic behind why it doesn't kind of go in the sci-fi adventure in the way that we think that things could do now. It's funny. It's awkward. It's weird. It's got a good message. Uh, and this is just an odd ensemble so that's got room to move in space. and. I never am mad about a space story. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, what, I, what, I, I give it a what's seven. Your score? I give it a seven too. Uh, like I said, I'm, I, I, I have no dog in this fight when it comes to Toy Story, just because I just never have. Um, so I, I, I don't, and I know how good everyone said the last one was. So I, 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 I don't think you're gonna get the same kind of you no, know, no pun intended buzz as you did for the last one here. Um, but I think, you know, uh-huh. again, it does what it needs to do. Like to me, it, it, it does what, what is, what is, is it being asked to do? I think the kids 
kids don't give a shit. Kids will, kids will see socks and they'll lose their fucking minds and be happy, right? Um, and socks is hilarious, right? So I think I think that's all they really need, and so they'll be good. Um, and the parent again, like I said, there's enough there that you're not gonna fall asleep or be angry or anything like that, or be mad that you had to sit through the film and things like that. And I also don't think there's anything that annoying in the film where you guys are gonna want to watch it over and over and over again to to annoy the shit out of you. And, and wear it out. So there is that too. So yeah. Um yeah. yeah. It's it's got its sweet moments. But I will say the part that I liked best didn't last the longest because again, the relationship that I liked and got the most invested in was the relationship between him and his partner who he landed on the planet with, played by Uzo. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I hope they make a doll of her too, so you know, little brown kids can get their little mm-hmm. ranger t- this time around. But I, I, I mean, it's it's not it's not it's nothing like it. I don't know. I think it's go- it's good. It's solid, but I don't think it's going to be the phenomenon that Toy Story is because if it's in comparison to what they did with that movie, it's kind of kind of boring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's paint by numbers. It's not it's it's not explosive. Looks great, you know, but I mean, what Pixar film doesn't look great, you know? So I, I think that's, I think that's, it, it. You know what it is? Pixar's up there with the other Disney things like Marvel and things like that, where, you know, your your competition is yourself, and you're compared to, um, you're compared to yourself and and what you've done previously, and when it doesn't live up to that, people, you know, uh, uh will hold that against you. So I think that's where it is. It's, it's, yeah. comp- it's, it's, you're going to compare it yeah. to the other torture films and fair or not, that's just what they got to live up to. So. Yeah. And that's not fair. And if we're being honest, like the first toy story was heavily carried by the songs that they got put in it. And I don't think that there's any song in Lightyear that mm. leaps out like you got a friend and me did out of Toy Story. Is there a song in so, the film at all? I don't think there is. Not one that's like that. No, I I, I mean it's got well, a soundtrack. Not... There's sounds and music that gets played, but no, you're right. They didn't put out a song and hang their hat on it. Yeah. And I think that's gonna be yeah. They said. Set... They have a really high bar for themselves. I think Chris Evans, as the voice of Buzz Lightyear, clears that bar. Mm-hmm. I think Uzo, yeah. as Captain, or, well, who eventually, over time, I think she clears that bar. I think, like, Taika Waititi, Kiki Palmer, uh, they don't quite clear the bar for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the message in the story is a solid message and it's a really good one, but yeah, all of the pieces have to clear the bar because the bar that's set is Toy Story 1, 2, 3, 4, and that's hard because you're literally like, it doesn't matter if you're saying, hey, this is just that one thing and that one thing from that first movie, you're going to be held to the entire universe that you're living in. And that movie, like every movie reduced people to tears at least three or four freaking times. The last movie had me fucked up as a grown ass woman saying goodbye to this and then watching the children go, but wait, is that it? 
and then feeling bad for the babies. So I don't know whether or not Lightyear is going to get the bounce lift they want. But I personally think it's a good start. I think it's a good story. I, I think it sits in a place that's going to resonate with its target audience more than adults think it will. Because I don't think they cared quite as much with this movie with entertaining the adults. They wanted a solid, family-friendly, but kid-focused, you know, teamwork, do-it-together kind well, of story. And, and to be fair, and they haven't yeah. really done and, and to be fair to them, the reason for that is because with 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 Toy Story, the the uh, the people that watch Toy Story grew up with it. So you had to, as you get more Toy Stories, you had to make the films more of a balance between. So I think going back to what you were saying here with Lightyear, this could be the start of, you know, a, a new franchise where you start with a new, you're trying to start with a new set of kids coming in, right? Getting them started right. up and then you start going through that and then you can do the same thing they've done there. You know, Disney's also very good at that is, we get you for the long run. We get you when you were a kid. Now we still got you as an adult, right? So, right. And I do think that because this is a movie that deals in space and it gives all those different elements, I do think that it's going to hit and it's going to hit enough to where they'll have people who are willing to want to grow up and see the next one. They've got an insane number of merchandising ideas because I don't think they're impo- they are capable of making a product now that can't be heavily merchandised because they are a psychotic business. But yeah, story-wise, I think, yeah, I, I, it's in the Toy Story universe, but I think they clean-slated themselves a little by focusing on Buzz Lightyear, the person, rather than Buzz Lightyear, the toy. And once people get past that cognitive dissonance that's going to be for the adults, I think it just, yeah, it, it's, it's clean ground. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, absolutely. There's, there's a whole universe about that they live in that we don't know anything about this whole movie is isolated on a planet that has zero to do with the society of humans that they come from so mm-hmm. sky's the limit even though they were mostly you know one planet focused mm-hmm. yep so. um all right um there you have it that's our review for light year let's see what we got coming up we have um the black phone we have uh, minions. I feel like there's something else too. I mean, I know there's Thor, Thor as well. well there was something else too, but I can't remember what it is now. But we got plenty of movies coming well, out. What? Um, if you're not going to the movies, it's also going to be streaming. Lightyear drops the seventeenth. But well, uh, it drops in. The, wait, good it luck drops on you- streaming. No. Oh, okay. No, I was going to say if you're not going to the movies to see Lightyear, which drops the 17th on the same time that drops the 17th, but is streaming, Father of the Bride just dropped on HBO Max. It's a remake with uh, all Latino people. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it later. But I did watch the Emma Thompson movie, Good Luck to You, Leo Grande. It's going to be streaming on Hulu. They're doing a day and date simultaneous release. So it comes out tomorrow. And it was it was it was surprise it was surprisingly engaging. It was the most awkward shit on the face of the earth. Uh, an older woman, Emma Thompson, hires a gigolo uh, and meets the hotel, and it, it's just it's a hot it's a hot mess. But it actually has a heart, and it goes somewhere interesting. And I yeah, I was actually really pleasantly surprised. But those come out on the seventeenth with Lightyear. Okay. Well, that's, that's all I was going to say. 
got to. So, all right, well, check all this out. And like I said, we'll be back. We got plenty of stuff coming out on movie trailer reviews, and there's also some stuff coming on premium as well. So just stay tuned. Thank you guys very much for listening, folks. And until next time, we are out of here. Peace. <laughs>